Welcome to the Wealth Tech Winner Circle Podcast. In this podcast, we break down the technology challenges that are impacting today's financial professionals. Our goal is to identify these challenges and potentially uncover solutions across tech integrations, adoption, emerging technology, evaluating solutions, and more. Through this content, we hope to help professionals avoid common pitfalls and move their services towards an award-winning strategy for 2020 and beyond. Hosted by David Armstrong, Editor-in-Chief. Welcome to uh, the Wealth Tech Winners Circle podcast. Uh, my name is David Armstrong. I am the Editor-in-Chief of WealthManagement.com. We are talking to winners of the Technology Awards at our Wealth Management Industry Awards. And today, we're talking to John Petulo, the Chief Technology Officer for TD Ameritrade. John, how are you? Great. Thanks for having me today, Dave. Sure. Uh, you won the award for the Chief Technology Officer of the Year at our awards, so congratulations on that. Thank you very much. Do you want to just start off here by telling us a little bit uh, about yourself, your role there, uh, where you came from, what you do, uh, get us a level set with uh, your, your responsibilities there? Yep, sure thing. So I'm Managing Director of Technology Solutions at TD Ameritrade Institutional, one of the largest custodians serving more than 7,000 advisors. So I'm responsible for all of our advisor-facing technology products and services. You know, I got started out in the business you know, quite, a, quite, quite a while ago, so back you know, 23 years ago, you know, working on the retail side of our business when the internet was just coming out, so focused on delivering web broker for Waterhouse Securities at the time. Hmm. You know, shortly after that, I moved over to the institutional side of the business. You know, then we were about 18 people in all of institutional you know, where today we're about 1,400 folks. So, you know, seen significant growth in the advisor space and, and, you know, especially in our business over the years. And significant growth in the technology aspect of the business as well, which you oversee there. Yep, absolutely. TD Ameritrade, known, obviously, uh, well-known for Veil One, the integrated uh, uh, tech platform that you use. Tell us a little bit about how you're thinking about the architecture there and what kind of benefits it brings to advisors. Yeah, so a lot of our success is really the result of the close collaboration we've had with a lot of the industry-leading tech providers and our advisors. You know, 10 years ago, we embarked on a revolutionary idea you know, that tech should be open access. You know, what we were hearing from advisors at the time was, you know, advisors didn't want us as a custodian to dictate you know, what technology they should be using. So we really launched the open access platform, you know, which gave advisors that choice and flexibility to work with the system that best meets their needs. You know, today we have more than 175 integrations with third-party solutions, you know, which is really the foundation of our Veo One platform that we're rolling out at this point. And you know, the Veo One platform take you know sits on top of all those integrations and gives advisors one access to an integrated uh, experience with all of their vendors. And were you building that out? Uh because advisors were coming to you with different requests or were they coming to you with uh, some technology that they were already using, but looking to you to fill a different role and, and, and you wanted to accommodate that? What, explain to me the, the decision to go open architecture from the very beginning. Yeah, I mean, it was really a collaborative approach. So, you know, at the time we, we met with our advisor panel and integration was a huge struggle. So systems weren't integrating very well with each other, you know, with us as a custodian. So we took a lot of that feedback from our advisors and actually held a, the, our first annual technology summit. So we've had 10 since then. So this was going, going back 10 years now. But we had that you know, first meeting with you know, a lot of the core CRM, financial planning and portfolio management systems, really to collaborate on how we can best solve this problem for our mutual clients. And you know, that was really you know, where Bayo Open Access came from and uh, you know, helped, helped us you know, 
really open up our architecture and, and allow a lot of the third-party vendors to innovate with us and you know, really create great solutions for our advisors. You know, we like to say you don't have you know, one technology team at TD Ameritrade working for you. You have over you know, 175. So it's a, a, you know, great to be able to offer advisors that innovation. And you guys have really been uh, at the forefront of, of opening up for smaller fintech firms, right? So that maybe we're just getting started, just getting off the ground, have a good idea, maybe would have a hard time penetrating the advisor space, but uh, you give them a little room and, uh, and, and some support on the, on the platform, correct? Yeah, I mean, we've seen a lot of companies obviously launch their platforms with us, you know, based on you know, how we've opened up those APIs, you know, we've made it easy, you know, for, for them to do the work to integrate with a lot of our, our platforms and you know, really, you know, seen a lot of innovation come through our platform. Obviously, a lot of mergers and acquisitions have, have happened in, in the fintech space as well. But, you know, seen a lot of companies really build their business, you know, based on, uh, you know, our open APIs and, and some of the capabilities we, you know, work closely with them on. Obviously, we've had a lot of, you know, for us to put somebody on our platform that we have to have a lot of mutual clients and mutual advisors leveraging a solution to, to make, make it make sense for, for our business. Yeah. What is the tension there between uh, advisors who, I think I just heard someone mention that, uh, you know, the advisors don't have a tech stack, they have a tech pile. And the you know multiple kind of uh, platforms they might be trying to integrate with versus a uh, uh, kind of a one-stop shop integrated fully integrated soup to nuts solution right I mean I think they're uh, clearly not all advisors are the same everyone has different needs but where do you guys think about for making things most efficient for the advisor versus making things uh, most open and accessible to them those two things don't always go hand in hand if you know what I'm saying. Yeah, so so we've done a, a lot, obviously, with with those 175 vendors through Veo Open Access. So we made it easier for your advisors, you know, based on the role they play. To you know, if they want to do their work in the CRM, they can see real time, you know, balances, positions, history, alerts coming from our platform in their CRM. You know, if they want, you know, depending on what system they want to use. So we made it very easy for them to to work with the system of their choice. You know, the great thing about you know what we've built there, and and now with Veo One. You know, Veo One, you know, really sits on top of that and allows advisors to sort of plug in, you know, the different third-party system that best meets their needs. You know, early on when we were doing a lot of the work with Veo Open Access, you know, advisors, you know, a lot of advisors have unique needs and, you know, one system doesn't meet the needs of all of our advisors. So they wanted to really be able to, to leverage the platform that meets the unique needs of their business, their firm's business. So, you know, the beauty about Veo One is, you know, they get all their great TD Ameritrade data integrated through, you know, one view, one login, one unified experience, you know, and able to plug in the, the vendors that they work with, you know, all tightly integrated. You know, they're able to obviously move between those systems, you know, with that one login and do their job as efficiently as possible. Sure. You must see some commonalities amongst advisors, uh, in what they are looking for in terms of technology. Is it ease of uh, opening up accounts? Is it just simply a ease of integrating between different platforms? Where, where, how, advise, how are advisors using technology in general uh, through Veo One, but in general to improve their practices in your view? Yeah, I mean, it's really a combination. So one of the things that we see in you know, our most recent sentiment study, you know, the biggest thing advisors are investing in is obviously technology. You know, the top reasons are you know, to scale their business, you know, grow their clients, and ultimately provide a, a better client experience. So from a, a client experience perspective, you know, advisors, you know, it's top priority for advisors and us as an organization. So, you know, our core principles and the number one thing that we're focused on competing on at TD Ameritrade, you know, is the client experience. So, you know, based on that, 
you know, we actually collaborate closely with our clients. So we have a client experience panel with all of our core users of our technology platform that we meet with on a quarterly basis to run through a lot of the ideas, things we're working on from a tech perspective, you know, to make sure that we're delivering the right client experience for our advisors so that they can extend that to their clients. And you know, just recently, we've delivered things like screen share. So today through the client site, so the advisor's client could has access to advisorclient.com, you know, they can initiate a screen share with their advisor from there and between Veo and advisor client, they could you know, talk and see the, the client's portfolio and it gives the advisor the ability to provide that great client service. Interesting. So the client would be able to see the uh, uh, portfolio in real time what the advisor is sharing with them uh, through the screen share of what's going on in Veo One. Correct. Interesting. It kind of leads to my next question. Uh, what do you think uh, advisors want that they don't have? What, what, what's, what's next for advisor technology? What are, they, what are they kind of asking for that's not quite there yet? I, I suspect it's not necessarily robo-platforms. Um, I think that we've seen kind of an interest in robo not that dramatic amongst the advisors. Uh, but what, what is it that they're looking for that is not quite there yet that's on the horizon or should be on the yeah, horizon? I think, yeah, I mean, I think you know, some of the things that we, we see you know, from advisors is you know, trying to keep up with the speed of innovation. Obviously, things are happening really fast in, from, in the technology world. So, you know, the great thing that we're able to do, we have our, you know, we have somebody, you know, Danny Fava that's in charge of innovation for our advisors. And we also have an advanced tech area that, you know, recently at our link conference built an innovation, you know, an advisor desktop of the future, which actually isn't too far out, you know, leveraging a lot of capabilities and you know, giving the advisor the ability to see, you know, how some of these innovations are going to impact their office and how they're going to be supporting clients in the future. So some, some pretty neat, neat features there, being able to display that. You know, I think another thing advisors are looking for help with is really around cybersecurity. So it's one of the, the top things advisors are investing in today. So there's a lot, a lot of great solutions out there. We provide you know, through our platform you know, for advisors and their clients, we have a security center that creates a lot of awareness on you know, things to look out for from a cybersecurity perspective. And, you know, we obviously spend a ton of money protecting data at TD Ameritrade, but it really needs to be a collaborative effort with all the, you know, advisors we work with today, their clients, et cetera. So, you know, creating a lot of that awareness and, you know, a lot of different solutions that are out there in the marketplace, too, for advisors. Yeah, that's uh, uh, the desktop of the future is, was interesting stuff. Can you give me an example of uh, some of the things that uh, you're, you're seeing there? How does that look different than the desktop of today? Yeah, I think when you think about things like personalization, you know, if a client walks into the advisor's office, you know, you could leverage something like facial recognition. Obviously, I get permission for that. But, you know, when the client walks in, they're going to know, you know, based on that client, you know, what that client likes, you know, what type of coffee they like or tea or, you know, what type of, uh, you know, stuff you can stream, you know, on the com computers or TVs there, you know, with their existing positions, you know, even just thinking about, you know, having these meetings and recording them. So we were, you know, at, at this, uh, you know, at this innovation alley, you walked into a room and it would actually record and, and start displaying stuff up on the screen that the client's interested in. So it really allows you to provide that personalized client experience. You know, now with the, the shift we're seeing from a, a wealth perspective with, you know, from the boomers to the Gen X, Gen Y millennials, you know, they're expecting a different experience, right? So client expect expectations are definitely changing, uh, you know, for advisors. So, 
You know, it's great to see how interested advisors were in a lot of these capabilities and looking to provide that to their clients in the future. Yeah, it's really around the, uh, the, the client touch points and the client experience more so than it is the uh, what makes life easier for the advisor, right? Uh, yeah. That seems to be what's driving the thing. What, you, you didn't mention uh, artificial intelligence. And I'm just wondering, I'm going to throw it out there. Uh, hype? Too much hype around artificial intelligence uh, in advisor technology today? Or is it coming? Or where are we at? Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, from our perspective, we're using it today. We have, you know, a virtual agent on our, our platform so advisors can ask questions. It, it gets smarter over time based on a lot of those questions and answers. So, you know, tools like that are, are you know, are here today. So we constantly, you know, leverage that. You know, we also have an analytics dashboard on Veil One that integrates with a lot of, uh, you know, data and analytics to, to help advisors see how they stack up against other advisors. You know, which ultimately drives, you know, things they may want to implement in their business to, you know, be more profitable, grow their clients or, you know, provide that better client experience as well. You know, we're doing a lot around voice. So we've launched, uh, you know, voice capabilities through Amazon Alexa, Google HomeSkill as well. Mm -hmm. So, you know, leveraging some of those capabilities and, you know, a lot of what we're doing, you know, you start thinking about how we're able to do that to provide scale, you know, for our business and, you know, allow us to do more from a, a technology perspective you know, a lot of these could be extended to RIAs as well, right? So, you know, the reason we put the virtual agent out there is because we get a lot of the same questions from our clients. You know, we don't, you know, it's obviously a lot of phone volumes. You know, the advisors are getting a lot of those same types of uh, questions from clients as well. So, you know, they can leverage, you know, tools, you know, we could potentially pr provide them with an offering for a virtual agent for, for their business, you know, or even a lot of the Alexa skills that we've developed, you know, they can leverage some of those in the future as well. So you know, we're always looking, obviously, you know, to, to build these capabilities out for advisors, but also thinking about, you know, their offices and how they can implement these in the future as well. Yeah, you guys have gone uh, uh, big into voice uh, as a as a area. Uh, and one of the other wealthies that you have won for is the, the Alexa skills, uh, Alexa skills. Tell me about that. What, what is the thinking there? Is that uh, is it voice activation and voice data retrieval going to be the the, the the next big thing in advisor technology? Yeah, I mean, I think we're, we're obviously a fan. We, you know, we built a skill out there. We, we've seen the uptick in, in you know, these devices and, and how many firms or even just, you know, friends and family and everybody's using these devices. So, you know, we had a great story with the, the Amazon Alexa where, you know, an advisor went to visit a client and the client had a was an impairment with their vision you know, so it was difficult for them to see and, and view their, their balances on a regular basis. You know, so the advisor, you know, Alexa, right, Amazon Alexa's, you know, they're $29 now. You, know, you can give them to your clients, essentially. And, you know, he gave that to this this woman and, you know, it was really life-changing for her. And, you know, we, we had some tweets on it as well. But, you know, it's just a, a great example of, you know, how, you know, technology could really change the game for somebody, you know, with, with that impairment. Yeah, I mean, the, the skills that you guys have out there now, are, are for advisors, right? Uh, getting information. We yeah, we do have multiple skills. So we do have uh, one for advisors, which is general, you know, informational about you know products and services, our business, key stats, things happening out there in the industry, just to keep advisors uh, abreast of, of things happening. Mm -hmm. uh, the the skill we have for clients is actually specific to you know they can ask for their balances, positions, quotes you know, account balances, every, anything that they need from uh, that they can get off of a website. So these are can, these skills can be white labeled for advisors uh, to kind of wrap their identity around it? 
Yeah, I mean, we, we've thought about that, right? So if it's ABC Financial Advisors, right, a client can come to Alexa and say, hey, you know, I want to check out my account at ABC Financial. You know, we would obviously, you know, our financial advisor would pull the information from TD Ameritrade. So we have thought about, you know, trying to combine and package that, mm-hmm. you know, for advisors to use for their business. Yeah, but today they can obviously just come right to, you know, TD Ameritrade skill and get that information as well. But yeah, we have thought about trying to package it just to help advisors, you know, provide that excellent client uh, experience. Yeah, no, that's great. Uh, Lots of uh, uh, possibilities there, I think. Uh, You want to talk about like kind of macro trends out there in the industry, right? Uh, Not necessarily specific to to your firm, but uh, where are you seeing uh, sort of the the bigger picture going in terms of uh, wealth management? Cryptocurrency, does this have some uh, uh, legs to it, or is that more hype? You know, where do, where where are things headed? Yeah, I mean, some of the things from a macro pr- uh, perspective, you know, we definitely see, you know, this shift in wealth, right, which is changing client expectations, right? Clients are expecting, uh, you know, their technology, you know, technology to be, you know, a little bit more like some of the big firm technology organizations out there. So, you know, we're doing a lot around that. Uh, you know, also that demographic shift. You know, you think about the advisor businesses. You know, historically, a little bit on the older side, uh, you, know, you know, we've done a lot over the last few years trying to really get you know, advisors to start hiring that next next generation uh, RAA for their business. You know, it's a great opportunity for the you know, younger and older advisors to share different things and learn from each other. So, you know, that's been a huge success for us over the, over the last few years. We actually have a you know, program being launched through our practice management area that's going to help you know, advisors focus on on bringing in some of these younger advisors as well to help bring that average age of an advisor down a little bit. So I definitely see, you know, the generational shift is a big macro trend. Again, the, the client the client expectations, you know, clients are expecting that that personalized service and, and uh, you know, capabilities from their advisory firm as well. But you mentioned AI, we've talked about a little bit. Crypto is, you know, something we're hearing a lot about. Um, and we are beginning to offer that through our through our the retail side of our business and looking at that for, from an advisor perspective. Yeah, I knew that you could do something on the on the retail side. Advisors still seem very reluctant to to get into to cryptocurrency at all. What, what everyone will say is that, well, you know, the technology behind it, the blockchain technology, that's going to revolutionize everything. Uh, do you have some uh, perspective on that? I mean, is, do you see a big need out there for uh, sort of redo the, the, the piping uh, using blockchain technology? Yeah, it's obviously a, a you know fairly large effort to do that. So I mean, we're we're staying in tune. We have different teams here that look look at uh, those capabilities. You know, we've worked closely with some of our vendors on leveraging blockchain to do things like householding accounts and sharing households between some of the third party systems. So we're starting to look at it. Obviously, it's the early stages right now. You know, um, you know, with blockchain, but you know, from a crypto perspective, you know, there is a lot of interest. We just had a lot of you know, a lot of our events at our link conference had a lot of speakers specifically around crypto and, you know, got a lot of really great feedback from advisors. So, you know, we're looking at the, looking at that at this point. So you think interest is increasing in, amongst advisors? Yeah, for sure. Interesting. Um, you know, and I, we do have to talk a little bit about, uh, you know, consolidation in the industry. And I know you, you're based in one there at uh, TD. I know you can't speak about that specifically, uh, but uh, where do you see sort of the broader consolidation in the industry? And again, I'm, I'm going to talk about vendors here as opposed to RIAs. Clearly, we're going to see more and more of it. Uh, what do you think is driving it? And what do you think advisors can expect coming out at the other end? 
Yeah, I think uh, you know, I think it's a, it's a good thing for advisors. I think when you you combine you know two organizations or two uh, fintech companies, etc., yeah, you can take the best tools and best ideas from both of those are going to prevail to to really you know, I think offer a better client experience for advisors. So. You know, there's obviously a lot of scale, you know, when you, when you combine the organizations too. So you think of the pricing point, you know, should get better for advisors as well. So I think, uh, yeah, I think those two, you know, being able to have that increased scale and, and really combine the, you know, get some synergies from the, from the platforms and, you know, take the best of both worlds. I've, I've been through some mergers and acquisitions in the past with, you know, Waterhouse and Ameritrade and, you know, everything that's ended up, you know, we, you know, being able to take the best features from one platform, the best features from another platform and combine them, you know, really gives you a compelling solution. So I think, uh, you know, just in the fintech world, you know, as, and advisory space, you'll see those same, same types of uh, results. Yeah. As you know, the people talk about the you know, maybe the, the the rules have changed a little bit. It used to be you couldn't have both, you know, large scale and nimble innovation kind of going on in the same space. Seems you're suggesting you're a little more optimistic than that. Yeah, I think, you know, obviously technology has evolved a lot. It's, you know, it's a lot easier to, to scale now and combine solutions to, you know, to the market. So I think that's, a, you know, again, good opportunity to combine the best of both worlds. Yeah, great. And I know you can't say it, so I will. I know a lot of advisors are very, uh, 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 you, uh, you know, they, they love they love the Veo platform, and they're hoping that uh, that uh, something similar uh, sticks around on the on the other side. So, uh, I appreciate uh, your comments there. I just want one last question for you. You know, what can we expect uh, from you guys in 2020, and what do, what other uh, initiatives do you think you might be submitting for the the wealthies in the future? Where do you see the the areas of interest? Yeah, so we're we're obviously continuing to invest in technology and enhance our technology offering. You know, we've announced a, a series of enhancements, you know, to Veo One at Link, you know, deeper integrations with third-party systems, mm-hmm. you know, more data and analytics on the platform, you know, streamlining the digital account opening, you know, obviously additional Alexa skills, which we spoke about. So it's, uh, you know, it's a great opportunity for us to, to continue to, you know, roll out the Veo One platform, which is really, you know, going to be the, the foundation for the advisor business. And, you know, when you think about Veo One, the open architecture philosophy, you know, it's a customized and personalized advisor experience, you know, uh, integrated with, you know, over 175 vendors today. You know, Veo One really, you know, gives advisors that one access, one view, you know, that unified experience to, to have everything all in one place. So, you know, we're excited about where we are with Veo One. You know, it's going to be finished being rolled out this year. So we think that that would be a great candidate. You know, for the 2020 Wealth Management Awards. That's great. That's great. We look forward to uh, look forward to reading your uh, submissions and hopefully seeing you at the awards. Sounds good. Thanks for the time today, David. Yeah, Appreciate Tom, it. Thanks very much. Appreciate it. This content has been made for information and educational purposes only. The views and opinions represent the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views and opinions of wealthmanagement.com.